Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... That's right. We're also pirates. That's right. And <laughs> and and nerds. Let let's let's face it, Eric. You you got in touch with your inner nerd this weekend at Magfest 11. I felt like I was a little bit of a stranger in a strange land. I felt like I was only like half nerd. I was a half blood. Yeah, like like a half elf. Yeah. Half so orc. people kind of looked at me warily, like, "Ooh, what are you doing here?" And and other people were like, "No, he's cool." <laughs> people were like, "He's in my blood." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am no I'm a nerd mudblood. I'm not a, a full blooded guy there for sure. Yeah, some, but some yeah, Magfest was pretty sweet though. Yeah. No, no, exactly. I, I just got back. I had to cut Sunday short. Uh I was up every single day at like eight o'clock and no and nobody in conventions is up at eight o'clock in the morning. It's like a ghost town. I got up at eight on Friday because my hotel had free breakfast. Oh, good for you. Well I, uh <laughs> That uh, my hotel had so had cheap breakfast, but you had to like, you had to like prove that you were awesome to to get it. Uh, weren't you guys woken up by like a fire alarm too? That happened. So let, let's let's recap Magfest. Yes, and for anyone that's not listening to us ever before and doesn't know what Magfest is, it's a huge video game convention. And according to Magfest's Facebook page, which I just became friends with, <laughs> they had over nine thousand people in attendance. That's right. No, we're we're just not gonna make that joke. We're just gonna we're just gonna skip that one. So, uh, so Thursday, Thursday, Eric, I arrived, and you know, uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of in charge of something. I'm on staff, and uh, I curated this film festival, Games on Film, and you know, it's kind of a big deal, biggest video game film festival in the world ever of all time. I was impressed because I also arrived Thursday and I saw you guys had like all these official crates. You looked like roadies for like a band, <laughs> like all these crates in a stage. Like, all right, we're gonna unpack this stuff now. The band's going on at four. Yeah, except except it would be like it'd be like the band showing up and everything's still in fucking crates. And you're like, uh, guys, it's gig time. We got to play. Why is shit still in crates? And that's kind of how I felt when I got there. Mm. because uh i was like great this is awesome i'm here four hours early it's still you know kind of close but uh you know it's cool i mean you get there and and the projection screen the projector everything is boxed and i'm like oh i start to sweat a little bit and it was awesome while you're doing shit-ass work i went downstairs and played <laughs> video games for free yeah dude magfest they had uh, i swear they doubled the size of their arcade and pinball, uh, their arcade cabinet and pinball section. This it was year, awesome. This, year. this is a huge fucking room full of arcade games, and then there's another room full of consoles, like Nintendo's, Xbox, have all hooked up to individual monitors. Mm-hmm. You can just play them 24 hours a day. Uh, yeah, exa- and that's one of the that's one of the things about MacFest is like I don't go to play video games because you know I could play video games at home, but I don't have an arcade cabinet. And yeah. there's just hundreds, hundreds of arcade cabinets and pinball games. I mean, like, I played, like, Centaur, uh, which is, like, the the art for Centaur's pinball game has, like, half half man, half Harley Davidson, Centaur Cycle Man with, like, a hot babe sitting on the back. This is, this is what I played. I'm just going to give you, like, the first 12 I can think of. Do it. Moon Patrol. Mm. Joust, mm. X Men, mm. Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Temple of Doom. I played that shit. <laughs> Castlevania Three. Yeah. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Final fight with Hagar. <laughs> uh, Spy Hunter with the actual uh, steering wheel and gas pedal. Awesome. Marvel versus Capcom. Dig Dug. Donkey Kong and some fucking game called Nibbler. 
<laughs> oh, nib- dude! All right, all right, all right. We pl- we kind of play the same games because I play Ghosts and Goblins. I, I play Temple of Doom and I played Nibbler, Nibbler, and both times I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then also like, "This is hard." <laughs> Nibbler was Nibbler just messes with your head because it's kind of like that the classic snake game where you're you're a snake and you're going around gobbling things in a Pac-Man like maze. But every time you eat something, you get a little bigger, and so eventually you coil your coil around yourself and bite your own body, and then it's like the end. Yeah. So you're you're constantly trying to like play this mind game with yourself, like how can I go around this thing and not like hit hit myself? But you're going so fast that it's like nearly impossible not to. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I didn't know this game existed. I, it had to have been from like 1983, but it was uh, enjoyable. Yeah, they well they had a they had like um you remember the King of Kong documentary? Yes. Yeah, where like the uh, two two dudes face off for like the record of Donkey Kong. So yep. when when that was hot. They had an official uh, Twin Galaxies sponsored Nibbler tournament at Magfest. Uh-huh. So it was like at least two, maybe three years ago. They had like mm. the best Nibbler people in the world. At the time, I was like, "What the hell is Nibbler? Who uh. cares? They're having an official tournament." Now I'm like, "Oh my god, those those men are are gods and gaming gods to survive like more than a few rounds without dying at this game." Ah, uh, see now, if the tournament was for the game Cock Nibbler, you would have been the champion. <laughs> so just give me the tip; I will nibble the tip. You're like, I got this. <laughs> no, no, seriously, Nibbler. These guys, Eric, literally, they uh-huh. played Nibbler for for the high score. They were playing for not just hours, not like ten hours, but like twenty hours. Shit, 20, man, twenty hours straight. And at one point, uh, if I do recall, power the power died. On like the one machine they had, so like the guy who'd been playing for like ten hours had to like restart. Ooh. And he was one of those big, big sackly men who was, you know, like like some people look like Santa Claus, and other people look like Santa Claus's sack. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like full of toys and sweaty objects. Uh, it's, it, I like that you. I like where you're going because I wanted to bring that up about Magfest. Mm. Was that I was I was uh, I've only been to two Magfest three when there's only five hundred people, right? And Magfest 11. Where, they, and, where, where, where there's ever- 9,000 people. Yeah. Imagine 9, that. People. I mean, that's that's just a huge thing. It's grown so much. Yeah, that's, that's quite a lot over the years. Mm. Um, and and people could not have been nicer. You nerds out there are a fun bunch because you just know everyone's here to have a good time and no one's hating on people. But I was impressed by uh, I felt a little out of sorts because I didn't have a black T-shirt. <laughs> Everyone, uh, like 90% of the people were wearing black t-shirts and I didn't have, um, like, uh, weird hair. Right. There was, there was a lot of like, uh, you know, like frizzy hair or like lion's manes or just kind of like up or squished under like a, a fedora hat. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not hating on anybody here. I was just, you know, I was just, as I was noticing these things, I was like, oh, um, and right. there was a bunch of dudes, and I said this at the panel too, a bunch of dudes at the concerts that were going on that were standing next to me all smelled like they rubbed salami sandwiches all over themselves. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize it until the second night, uh, but I was heading back to my hotel room, which was in like a corner, like next to the wall, the, uh, the door to get into mm-hmm. it. And the only room next to ours, I had to follow this guy who was too big for me to get around in the, in the hotel room corridor. I had to like slowly wait for this giant Santa sack of a man to get into the door next to mine. And I was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. You know, just like, oh, it's just the this, this smell. And you got to wait. And like, 
it's it's like it's it's like one of those big fat zombies we were killing in Resident Evil Six. Like you can't like edge your way past, you know, or you might like accidentally touch you and get like a zombie like I don't know, like just sweat, sweat he, on you. He was a new X Men villain. He was Juggernaut's brother, Juggernaut Zack. <laughs> He'd be like the blob. Be like nothing stops the blob. Oh, stop hitting me in the face. Ah. <laughs> That was cool, man. So there's like nonstop video games. You were running a nonstop film festival. Nonstop. There was uh, concerts every night. Like uh, I saw, I saw the one ups and the megas playing video game inspired music. It's pretty sweet, dude. I mean, like there's there's enough video game metal bands to do like a whole metal night, and they did. And it, I I was just too busy running the festival to really enjoy uh, Magfest this year, you know. But um, but the film festival itself was a huge success. It was great. We we uh, were like we had the world premiere of the Minecraft documentary by uh, Two Player Productions, and the filmmakers flew out from uh, from L.A. you know to to intro the film to give like a Q and A afterwards, and we packed that room. It's a gigantic freaking room. We, oh, nice, we, well we done. We packed it. Yeah, I felt like that was that was that was very much like a triumph. You know, I felt I felt great about that and about this fledgling film festival. You know, it really it really came out. Of course, we haven't mentioned the highlight of the entire MAGFest four-day well, epic you know, uh, convention. It's true. It's true. The first night at midnight, we had our first ever Jumpman podcast panel. Yeah, we were rocking the microphones. Yeah, and uh, I think, and I think I rocked it a little too hard, and you, you rocked it a little too not too not so much. So uh, the recording actually did not come out as, as uh, very good at all. But, yeah, um, we we had our broadcast mics, and we had a recording mic in between us, and about. 10 seconds in, I forgot about the recording mic and was yeah. just talking to the audience and forgot about our recording. Oh, but but you know what? It, it's so easy to because the audience was with us. They were so good, man. Everybody there, which is, we were just having a blast and, you know, people were calling out games and like booing and cheering. I couldn't have asked for a better audience. You guys were awesome. Yeah, it was cool. We did the age-old debate, cartoons versus video games, which is cooler. I defended cartoons and Chad defended video games and... Uh, we had 12 different categories to break it down officially, all legal type-ish. And we asked the audience for some suggestions, and we made them vote each time to decide which was the best. This is good. Of the so, best. So, so Eric, Eric kind of didn't tell me going in that I would be defending video games, although in retrospect, it seems kind of obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of told you like five or six times. You just don't really listen to me. Well, you know. I even told you over lunch that day. <laughs> Come on, dude. I had, I had other shit on my mind. I was. Thinking, I know you're just clearly ignoring me. Like we went over this a zillion times. I came in. I came in like I came in with notes on my phone, and my phone died halfway through. So I felt like uh, like I had this technological handicap. Like yeah, I, had to screw myself I had pen over. and paper, bitch. I know. <laughs> it's like pen and pen and paper wins the day, and not and it wasn't in the D and D room. Yeah, it was cool. So we debated like what was cooler, like cartoon villains or video game villains. Uh, Who's sexier? Which cartoons won hands down? I know. Is there were just sometimes where I would I would make my best case for video games, and everybody in the room, even though we were at a video game con, everybody in the room would just be like, hands up for cartoons, and be like, oh, you bastards. That's basically my charisma won them over. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I they think they can't. Was, they can't deny me. I, th- I think it was tits sometimes. Yeah, it was. I mean, cartoons clearly won sexiness because you had Laura Croft side boob versus actual nudity. Japanese cartoon subgenres. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you just can't compete with like the those wacky animes. I mean, you know, uh, you, you ever watch that anime uh, Legend of the Overfiend? No. It came out like 
early 80s and it will blow your mind. I, I suggest Maniacs. If you haven't seen Legend of the Overfiend, and um, <laughs> you should go check that out soon. It'll, it will destroy you. It will break you down and make you cry. Well, I definitely won the category of who is tougher with my perfect example of Fist of the North Star. See, you just can't. We, we were going back to, and I'm going to litter this episode with uh, whatever clips I can salvage from our recording. Nice. But you just can't. Uh, I mean, you dropped Goku. I dropped Faye from Xenogears and, and who's toughest. You know, we're going back and forth. And then you drop Fist of the North Star and you just can't come back from that. I held it back too. I was like, "This is gonna, this is gonna be like my my star punch." Mm-hmm. While you're wobbly, <laughs> I am. This is the North Star. <laughs> Fucking blow you up! Oh man, what was what was great was like you threw out Goku, and people in the audience were like, "Oh snap! You can't beat Goku!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's true. Nobody nobody can beat Goku except maybe Cell. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> a had few some, others. we had some good categories. We had uh, which would Michael Bay ruin worse, cartoons or video games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for anyone who's a stranger to our podcast, then we went off on Shia LaBeouf for about yeah, five yeah. minutes just for fun. <laughs> well, what 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 can we say? Like we lo- we love ridiculous actors, not method actors, unless they're ridiculous. Yeah, we did uh, worst cartoon ever versus worst video game ever, and. Luckily, Nintendo 64 came out with Superman, so that pretty much won that category for me. I mean, you know, you, you there are terrible cartoons. I came up with Jabberjaw, which, in my defense, <laughs> is pretty effing terrible. Jabberjaw is—it's it, just—it's horrible. It was a fail. It's an abomination. You can't use an example from 50 years ago, Chad. Everything from 50 years ago sucked. That's not true. No, no, no. It's- it was like it was night. It was nineteen sixty. Let's say nine. Space Ghost, which is fucking rocking, was out. The Herculoids and Scooby Doo, and they're like, okay, uh, Hanna Barbera was just like this try, fail, try again kind of a company where like you know they had like a million cartoons that never made it. Like Touche Turtle, who I didn't bring up because uh, I was like Eric will not know what this is, or no one else will either. Exactly, and I'd just be like, I could just be making it up. Touche Turtle and Dum Dum, and Dum Dum had Fred Flintstone's voice, and uh, he's a dog, and Touche Turtle is a Three Musketeers hat-wearing, swashbuckling turtle, and somehow they managed to fuck it up. Yeah, well, like I said. See, this is why I was actually winning half the categories. <laughs> oh, what about that cartoon, <laughs> Look Out, Here Comes the Hair Bear Bunch? I could have brought that shit up. Three talking bears ride away on an invisible motorcycle every single cartoon. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, too bad. Too bad it's three days later you're thinking of these examples. I know. Well, I, I thought it was pretty safe with Jabberjaw. I was like, come on. It's like Scooby-Doo, except uh, like Scooby-Doo's like, like, um, like the twin that he like ingested into himself while he was still in the womb. If you have to explain it, it just doesn't work, dude. I did bring up, I did bring up uh, any Globetrotters episode of Scooby-Doo, and you hung your head in shame. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you did kind of have me out a little bit there. So that was pretty good, man. It was fun. Like, uh, you know, I've been I went to New York Comic Con and that was a first for me. So I was new to this panel thing and stuff. And so it was very exciting to be up there. It was kind of it was doing our show, but in front of a, a live studio audience. And uh, I had a, I had a fun time doing it. No, no, exactly. You know, and I felt and I was telling everybody how proud I was of you. I was like, you know, you oh. know, uh, yeah. Nine, nine, nine years ago, at a 500-person con, he was, Eric was looking around, and he was like, this is too much, man. This is too much. It's too big. It's too many people. I'm freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> and here, here you were at a 9,000-person panel, or, 
convention and you were doing pretty well and you know you, you found your people man you found your tribe yeah you were so busy in the film festival i i wandered around without you the whole time that was good so I, I, had a, I had a fun time. I even bought some Nintendo games. Oh, shit, I need Nintendo help. What's that? All right, so if anyone missed the last podcast, I actually got an authentic Nintendo for Christmas. Like it came, it, you know, slightly used, but in the box with everything. <laughs> all the cords, all the instruction manuals, the zapper gun, Mario, Super Mario Brothers, and Duck Hunt cartridge. Like I, it's authentic Nintendo. So it's, it's uh, actually Nintendo's the company that uh that uh, that makes uh, whatever it is you got well you know what i'm talking about the nes there you go so anyways uh at the magfest i bought a couple uh used games i bought ice hockey mm-hmm. and then i bought airwolf <laughs> and, <laughs> which airwolf was this fucking sweet like airwolf was a helicopter show just like knight rider except the helicopter didn't talk right it just shot missiles yeah, it was awesome. And, and it was like, you know how like every episode of the, of the Dukes of Hazard ended with the boys in the General Lee car racing down the bad guys? Every episode of Airwolf somehow ended up in the air <laughs> with a helicopter in the same area, location, where the helicopter could come out. They'd play the same fucking uh, pump-up theme music, and it would blow people up. And it was the best. Yeah, and, uh, you know, thinking back, I was just, I was just kind of thinking like, why did they like start with the you know like just kind of like Voltron? Why'd you ever get out of Voltron, man? Just like be Voltron all the time. Just have just like cruise up there, find a way to refuel in the Airwolf, and just like stay up there, like stay inside the A Team van because you know you're gonna need it. Oh, uh, it was the best. I mean, no, it was an hour long show, and at the 52 minute mark, that's always when Airwolf would come out. <laughs> how, wait, how did the theme go? it's like all synthesizers that's awesome so just that that was just like a and a oh man i loved it so anyway so i bought these two games now to today is the first time i'm playing the nintendo bust it out plug it in i'm playing super mario brothers for a little bit and everything's working fine and then i pop in my used game cartridges and of course they don't work okay but, as I know, with all you Nintendo uh, geniuses out there, I'm sure there's things I need to try to get it to work. Because, you know, I put it in, and I press power, and it would, like, this, it would flicker. You know, I'd get, like, a blue screen and then black, blue, black. So it was, like, trying mm-hmm. to load it, but it wouldn't. Yeah. So I need help from you and from all our listeners. Like, what? And this is my first time owning a Nintendo. <laughs> so oh. you've got it, other than blowing in the fucking cartridge. Which you should, wait, which you which should, you not, should do. not do. Good. Right. All right. So other than blowing in the cartridge, what what are the tricks that you're supposed to do? Like, do you keep pushing reset over and over again? You just like pop it up and out the game back and <laughs> forth until it takes. Like, what do you do to make the game load? Oh, well, this is good, Eric. This is good. This is time for us to play our favorite game. It's called uh, Let Me Fucking Google That For You. Oh, I thought you would just know because you, you're Chad. No, of course, of course I know. Actually, no, we... Um, uh, we 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 had Z's old uh, old Nintendo, old old NES... I got it. Now I'm saying it. Her old, her old Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there, there's several things you can do. There are okay. many, many YouTube tutorials on how to service your Nintendo. But the easiest thing is to take some Q-tips that you should not be sticking in your ears. Right. And uh, because... Wait, wait, wait a second. Over the Christmas break, I saw the most amazing infomercial of all time. Wait a second. It's about it's about something. It's about the, like this vacuum for your ears. It's like it looks like a glue gun, but it's really like a vacuum. It sucks out the wax out of your ears. And the infomercial begins with, like, we all know that we shouldn't put Q-tips in our ears, but we do it anyway. And the actor, <laughs> I'm one of those people. And the actor is like putting a Q-tip into his ear gently, and then he goes, 
Oh! Oh, I did see that part of it. He like fucking jammed it in like a railroad spike. I know. He's like, and he's like, oh, God. I just couldn't believe it. And the narrator's just like, it was like, like we know it's stupid. We do it anyway. Yeah, what adult puts a Q-tip so far in his brain he bleeds? Obviously, obviously the brain ear vacuum is for you, my friend, you know? It was like, don't stick the brain vacuum in too far, or you might be going, ah! Anyway, anyway, so take a Q-tip, dip it into rubbing alcohol, and then gently swab on the on the connectors on not your nintendo itself the the console but the the game so so if you if you turn the uh the the game pack upside down so you're looking at the um the exposed part where all the little metal pieces are yeah like that one like strip of data yeah so it'll probably look like beat up and brown yeah yeah that's just dirt okay so so rubbing alcohol and just really just rub the shit out of it like don't don't worry about breaking it it's impossible to break it with a q-tip and rubbing alcohol but just like i would say like rub it so hard that you destroy the q-tip um like on your first pass okay you know just like rub 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 and you should immediately see results now it's too bad i I couldn't go with you because when you buy uh used carts that's what you have to do it's like you you flip it over and look inside and and look at the metal uh, whatever those are called like the, the little metal pieces uh-huh. and and kind of see how destroyed they are and if they uh-huh. look if they look like rectangular and the um, and the plastic isn't like all like bitten up then you know you have like a good cart and it's probably going to work mm. but it's but it's good to I mean they'll probably work once you clean them the other the other solution is you can replace the pins on your on the actual Nintendo uh, console itself. Well, the Nintendo's in fine shape. Like you can barely tell it's ever been used. Oh, that's good. Like I said, it, it, they they repackaged it all back in there. It was amazing. Well, if the if that solution doesn't work, it even had the poster that the Nintendo comes with. Damn! Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It might have been almost all new, except for maybe like the console itself. Yeah, maybe some kid was like, "Nintendo, great, thanks, Grandma." Ugh. Yeah, like, like the controllers had no wear, tear, or marks or anything on them. Some of the stuff was still in its original plastic packaging. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a really cool gift. So, so anyway, sweet. if 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 that doesn't work, if cleaning it out doesn't work, then consult consult YouTube. But that's like the easiest fix. And a, a few years back, when we were getting back into uh, you know like her old Nintendo games and doing that kind of stuff, like that was like the simplest fix and would work for like ninety nine percent of the time. And I'm assuming you gave away all your original Nintendo games now, right? They're all yep, gone. Yep, yep, all gone. And actually, this was like be- because I introduced my wife to the miracle of emulators mm-hmm. <laughs> and showed her I was like, "Look, you don't need to spend forty dollars hunting down some game that you want. You just download it for free on the internet. It'll take you like five seconds." And then I bought her like a like a Super Nintendo controller that plugs into uh, a computer via USB. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love the the feel of like the original consoles, you know, and like mm-hmm. the carts and collecting. I was really into that for a time, you know. Not anymore, but um, yeah, like the just play the games. The games are where it's at. Well, I'm getting it's tw- it's 27 years later. I finally own a Nintendo. I always played at my friends' houses, but I never had my own. You know, we had the Sega and the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. So there's just some <clears throat> there's just some games. 
I never had enough time on the game to beat. Like, I've never beaten the original Super Mario Brothers because I just played it over my, my buddy's house. So now I finally have it. I was like, shit, I'm going to fucking beat this game. <laughs> well, good 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 luck to you my friend if you if you get past world 83 my my i'll tip my hat to you because i never have okay well even if i don't i'm gonna lie and say i did (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm gonna watch it on youtube so i I can like accurately describe it to you like yeah it was easy (laughs) that's what i do man actually i i still don't own a ps3 and uh and and i just tell people i'm just like look i'm i'm never gonna own one and the games that i want to play i've watched the gameplay uh, sessions on youtube well, here is something else scary than this. The original Nintendo might be my go-to system now because I turned on my Xbox yesterday and there was a red ring oh, around shit. it. Oh, shit. Wait, uh, how many red rings? Well, here's the thing. It red ringed me for like a minute. I turned it off. I checked all the connections, plugged it back in, and then it turned back into green and I watched a movie on it. Okay, that might that might have just been like a connection issue. But Because, um, I, I mean, I just I just unplugged everything to, and mm-hmm. took it back to New York and home and stuff. But, I mean, I was like, shit, does this mean it's going to die soon or what? Well, um, well, there's there's so there are different codes, actually, for how many rings there are. So, like, there's, like, four uh, lights that make up the ring. Yeah. Was it – how many lights was it out of the four? I think it went all the way around. Okay, that might be all right. If you get three out of four, that's really bad. Okay. That's like the universal symbol for Red Ring is three out of four. I think it's because it knew that I was trying to watch the DVD Total Recall on it, like the new one from August with Colin Farrell. Dude, I watched that over Christmas with our dad. It, it kicked ass. Uh, Dude, we loved it. I was like, I was, I was kind of blown away. I was like, this movie rules. I felt like it was front-loaded. Like in the first 20 minutes... There's lots of cool action. There's the three titty chick. I was yeah. like, yeah. Wish I could have paused it, but I didn't. <laughs> and um, there's some good action, and like Kate Beckinsale kicked his ass and stuff. I felt the longer it went on, the more I was kind of like, eh, this is okay. Maybe, maybe I just haven't like OD'd on action films, summer action films like you. Maybe I just I felt was... like the heart was missing. You know, there was just like it was like a nonstop chase thing, which was cool, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, something about Arnold in the first one, you actually, like, cared for the dude and the mutants and stuff, and in this one, you're just like, eh, it's just, it's another guy chasing him. I mean, it's true, the whole movie, I was kind of surprised that it was non-stop chasing, like, the whole movie takes place in, like, what feels like a day. Yeah, well, they probably had to keep chasing him because Jessica Biel is the love interest in it, Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you ever stop to look at her long enough, you realize she has Drew Barrymore man face. Oh, no. (laughs) So they're like, you just got to keep the action going, and they're like, but we're tired, and the director's like, no, stop, just keep shooting. (laughs) Jessica Biel, get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So they did a good job. You know, you couldn't really see her man face that much. You know, things are really – actually – you know what did it for me was was the the wife character, uh, Kate Beckinsale. because yeah, she's fucking hot, Kate Beckinsale, and awesome. Well, yeah, but it was just that, like, in the original, like, they get rid of the wife real quick. She she betrays him, tries to kill him, and he fucking murders her, like, toot sweet. But in the, the new Total Recall, she just hounds him, like, for the whole movie. She never gives up. Well, the original Sharon Stone, she makes it for quite a while. Nah, she, uh, she like, he kills her at the apartment, doesn't he? No, no, no. She kicks his ass in the apartment. She she comes around like she's in the scene where the psychologist tries to trick him into thinking it's all a dream. Oh, you're right. So, but I mean, this one, Kate Beckinsale makes it all the way to the end. So she does last a lot longer this time. 
I thought that was pretty cool. I, I, I was actually rooting for her and not Colin Farrell. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I wanted her just to kill Colin Farrell. Yeah, seriously. Like, like yeah, all right. I was like, all right, Colin Farrell. I like. I, I feel bad for your character, but I really like the wife character. I really want her to kick your ass again. She had the best lines. Yeah, that's like, true. She was the only one that had good jokes. Yeah, what was she? She was like, I gave good wife. Yeah, like everything everything she said was usually pretty good. And it was nice to see her whoop ass not as a vampire for once. Oh, what is she usually? She's the underworld. Oh, chick. that's right. Every time you say that, I'm just you know, it's because right away, uh when when uh when when Manface appeared, I was like, Why the fuck didn't one of these girls get like uh like bleach blonde hair? Because it's so hard to tell them apart. No, Kate Beckinsale is so much hotter than Jessica Biel. Right, well, I just feel like Colin Farrell would be like, all right, I surrender. Can you just like restore my memory so I think I am still married to Kate Beckinsale <laughs> and not doing it with Jessica Biel? I feel like I feel like um, when when the fan or no 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 he has the fantasy in the begin very beginning of the movie and then he wakes up and his wife is there and for like a second or maybe a good minute I was like, isn't that the same person? Oh, Chad, come on, dude, what? come on. They're not even close. I mean, I'm not comparing them after the fact. I was talking about, like, in the movie. I was like, wait a second. My brain needs to catch up here. I guess so, apparently. They're not even close, dude. Well, I wasn't taking notes with, like, a rating system on, like, their faces or anything. Kate Beckinsale's just smoking hot, man. True. Jessica Biel's like, uh. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> so, I don't know what Justin Timberlake's thinking, but anyways, um, apologies to Jessica Biel because you uh, make a lot more money than I do. So I wish I was in the A team making out with Bradley Cooper like you were. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. That's all right. You know, it's like when somebody's making way more money than you, like being successful. You know, hate is just part of the job. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, no one hates us because we're not successful. But as soon as we are, they're like those fucking jerks. They're stupid. I keep I keep telling you, man, as soon as we have like an official troll, we made it. Yeah. Well, you know, we're one fan away, I think, from another video game giveaway on Facebook, are we not? Really no. I think we're at two thirty nine. That's true. Holy crap. Alright. So so check this out, dudes. If you're new to the podcast, uh one right before we hit two hundred likes on Facebook, which to some may seem like a paltry amount, <laughs> but to us we're pretty pumped. Yeah. Uh, I, I was I was going through a, a phase where I was like, all right, I just need to get rid of all my video games. I, I, I've had enough time to get get rid of everything, but like uh, the Xbox 360 and like some keepsakes. So uh, I gave away uh, a bunch of games. 220, I gave away some more, and uh, uh, when we hit 240, ladies and gentlemen, we will have another contest, and I will give away uh, the rest of my kick-ass PS2 collection. Yeah, and he and so uh, you know we've he's mailed video games to uh, numerous listeners, so you could be next. Follow That's us true. on Facebook. We need one more like. And uh, you know, like I love RPGs. I love strategy RPGs, and the PS2 had a ton of them. And uh, I think I have like eight to ten something like that PS2 games left. Uh, you know, a lot of Nipponichi stuff. Um, so yeah, so. The next person to like us on Facebook will push us over the edge, and then the contest shall begin. Yeah, so it's not the next person to like us that gets the video games. It yeah. triggers the contest, and then everyone has a chance to win. So just tell your mom to jump on Facebook and like us, and then the contest <laughs> will start. That's true. I mean, many many people like got their girlfriends or significant others to uh, like us on Facebook. 
And I'm sure we pop <laughs> yeah, up in I the know, feed every I once noticed in a while. that our, our female viewership went up uh, to 7%. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine. Like on the Facebook feed, occasionally it'll be like, be like, "Fuck yeah, Steven Seagal and Nick Cage and My Little Pony and stuff," and they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, right next to all their <laughs> fucking Pinterest pictures of food. Nah. Hey, that's it, dude. That's it. If we want, if we want more female listeners, all we have to do is start a Pinterest page. Everybody's got them. That's true. And pictures of food. <laughs> I don't know how we'd be crafty, crafty enough to put anything on Pinterest. Man, I have fucking never once about to sit down to a meal and said, you know what? I'm going to snap a picture of this first <laughs> and put it on Facebook and brag. <laughs> Yo, look at this pizza I'm about to eat. Yeah, it's fucking good. I know. At least at least, at least the people on Reddit have like no shame, and they o- but they only post about their cats. You know, they're just like, if there's one thing that pe- they go extreme about, it's like pictures of cats. I just don't know. Everyone so they just want to brag. Yo, look look what I made. I, you know, maybe, I should, maybe we should do Pinterest and put uh, put shitty food up there. <laughs> so clog it up there. Yo, look at this uh, fucking Whopper from Burger King. Half eaten. Yeah, we should, we should, I can't should, wait to fuck the rest of it. We should, we should call it like, like Shitrist or something. I know. It's like <laughs> everyone just put, takes pictures of their food. Ooh, big deal. You know what? If you make a home beer, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a look at that. I don't really need to see the picture. Just tell me how awesome it was. Good on you. If you can brew your own beer, you have my respect. But aside from that, shut the fuck up, everybody, with your stupid-ass food pictures. I, I think maybe you can filter out food. I don't know. I've never used it. Like, somehow I have an account because I had to sign up for I don't know what. So occasionally I get, like, a Pinterest digest at my email address, and I'm just like, God, someday, someday, Pinterest to the moon. Yeah, you know what? So any of our listeners out here that give a fuck, send us your worst picture of food this week. I want to see your worst picture of food. Oh, like God. send me a really shitty picture of food, please. Like burn all to hell, <laughs> or maybe after it's been thrown back up into the toilet or something. Just send us some shit ass pictures of food onto our Facebook page. You know that you know that reminds me of uh, so <laughs> af- after the film festival uh, at Magfest was over and done last night at like one in the morning, I finally got. I got back out to uh, to the Lumberjack Lounge, which is where all my all my family and friends hang out, and uh, we were playing Cards Against Humanity in a closet because it was the only available space. Uh, do you know Cards Against Humanity? Of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I nah. felt. <laughs> what? So keep going, keep going. Yeah, I felt I felt I felt awesome while I was playing it, and then after after I had like won and smoked everybody, I was like, wait a second, does that mean I'm a terrible person? Because I destroyed everyone at Cards Against Humanity, but uh, no, it was like one of the ones I won was like was like oh I love I uh, uh, I love the smell of blank in the morning and my card that I submitted and won with was was trying to burp and vomiting instead. Mm. I guess you just had to be there. That but, happens to me sometimes. You go for the burp and it goes do 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 and goes up to your throat and then back down. Yeah, Tim Tim Allen called that a verb. Back in his stand-up comedy days, and then he went, "Oh, yes, oh, yeah." Cards Against Humanity, it's so good. As soon as I started playing it, I was like, "I will never play Apples to Stupid Apples again, ever," because it's just Apples to Apples, but like dirty and nasty, and like everything that you want Apples to Apples to be. Man, uh, fuck Tim Allen. While we're on the subject, <laughs> what? <laughs> like. Every every Christmas, I'm reminded how much I don't like him anymore because the freaking Santa Claus movies start playing. <laughs> you don't this like movie the... sucks so hard. It's a Disney movie. What do you want? The guy got this... paid. 
This sucked, though. I mean, each one gets progressively worse. Yeah, Santa Claus suck. 1 has two funny jokes in it. Wait, wait, name the jokes. <laughs> Santa Claus 2 has zero, and Santa Claus 3 has <laughs> negative jokes. Eric, I think Santa Claus 3 was the joke. Because it stars, uh, uh, what's his name? Clifford. Uh, it's the, so uh, bad. Tim Allen. Uh, what a, such an acquired taste. Man, he was the hottest supernova comedian in 1993 on television. It's true. But now, God. Well, you know, all, all comedians grow up and then their jokes, you know, just kind of like uh, get watered down or they're about like old people things. Hey, man, don't get me wrong. I can't wait to go hot supernova and then make some shitty Santa Claus movies. <laughs> Sign me up. I don't know, man. I think I think it, just, it was a natural progression because like the first the first season of his show, it was pretty funny. And then everything after that, I don't know how many seasons there were, but they sucked ass. Oh, yeah, I mean, they just took all the episodes from the first season and just changed names and situations and just recycled them over and over and over again. See, I felt it was like, like, season one was about, like, you know, just, like, him being a, a jerk and, uh, his like, being an asshole to his sidekick and the neighbor, you never see his face, and, you know, his wife is kind of crazy. And after that, they're like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's have the sidekick be, like, a main character. Right? With, like, his own problems. And then we'll have his wife be, like, less of a stereotype. And she'll be, like, a real character with real problems, too. And then the neighbor gets real problems. And then everybody gets problems. And I'm just like, this show just is not funny anymore. Oh, well, actually, the wife was going to quit the show after the first season if they didn't give her more problems. Oh, my God. That's a true fact. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I knew that. And, but you know, then, and then Jonathan Taylor Thomas became really hot. So then they had to put him in. A, they had to... <laughs> Use him in a lot more stories and snub the other children. Well, the other ones kind of were ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. It was like J- <laughs> you stupid children. It, it was like JCT, and he had like that child, that child actor, like uh, half Asian, half like American, uh, you know, like charm going on. And then there was his his older and his, brother. And his name was Randy. Yeah, and his older brother on the show was like they must have adopted him in the storyline somewhere because he was just like huge blonde mullet. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It was like they were just like complete polar opposites. Like he had like a second wife that he never talked about or something. Yeah. Yeah. The first kid's name was Brad. Sucks to be you, Brad. Because you know what Brad's doing right now? Probably valet parking. Aww. Sorry, Brad. Hey, as long as you saved your money, unlikely, you're doing okay. (laughs) He probably, you know, he probably spent it to go to acting school. No, he got a little bit older and then he played like a dickhead for like three straight teen uh, I can't even call them movies. Yeah, like one of those uh, lifetime movies or something. And I think that was it for him. I think I think so too. And you know that's okay. You can move on. You can wait tables somewhere. You know, that's all right. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. I ain't hating on you, brother. I'm hating on Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so so, anyways, so coming coming full circle back to Magfest. It was amazing. I think the only thing that sucked about it was that there's just not enough time to do everything that you want. You know, I'll agree since I was new to this, um, you know, I, I, I booked a train ticket to only be at MAGFest for like a day and a half. And I was like, well, you know, that'll be enough because I'm not, you know, 100% nerd. And uh, as we left, the Chad drove me to the train station. I was like, shit, I still wanted to stay and wanted to do more things. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, there's just not enough hours in the day. And people kept talking. I mean, like hardcore MAGFest people, they're like, they want to make it a week. You know, that's the big thing. It's like, let's make it a week. And there are people who got there on Wednesday, and they won't leave till Monday. 
Uh, I think before everything's pretty good because you want to leave wanting more. You don't want to be like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to get bored. I think the four days is good. So, uh, you know, if you guys uh, enjoyed our panel, I know one of our uh, loyal listeners, Michael Flynn, was there. Rock on, dude. Um, you know, if you thought we were cool, feel free to tell Magfest or something. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get to come back next year. Yeah, actually, I think that's that's like the most important thing is like to kind of prove that we kicked ass. We need like you, the common people, to 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 rise <laughs> up and tell and and say and tell Magfest. Yeah. <laughs> You people. <laughs> yes, we are the kings and royalty. <laughs> you commoners, tell tell them we did good. Yeah, so if somebody could like do an official shout-out on the MAGFest, I don't know, Facebook page or Twitter or something, anything just being like, hey, Jumpman, cartoons versus video games is awesome, have them back, that, that would basically seal the deal, I feel, uh, in the eel. Um, yes. Club of Seal. Yeah, and uh, so there was an awesome woman who actually asked if she could videotape her panel when we started. We're like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, and then, of course, I wrecked our audio recording. <laughs> so uh, she's out there, um, and if you're listening, uh, if you put that on on uh, the interweb, we would love to see it. Uh, feel free to, uh, you know, send us an email or just share it on our Facebook page or something. Uh, you know, it'd be cool. And the rest of our listeners, you can you can see us uh, doing our live action thing. It's pretty fun. Hell yeah. I, I love that. I love people. I will give you a big bro hug if you videotape a panel. And th- they're just people that just like videotape panels. See what oh, happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I went on YouTube and like every other panel at MAGFest is already on there. <laughs> that's awesome. Ex- except for ours, sadly. <laughs> yeah. They're up there like multiple times. And uh, I'm still waiting to see our one. I keep like uh, searching for it. Yeah. Some of those, some of those places are so packed, man. Sonic, the, the fan film by, uh, by Eddie LeBron. Uh, he, like, they did an official showing, which they super hyped, and there were posters everywhere, and it was standing room only. Like, people got turned away. Then they showed it again, and it was standing room only again, and then, uh, and then they approached me, like, after the film festival, can we show it again on, in your room? And I was like, of course. Mm, Man, it's just yeah. insanely well, popular. that does sound cool, but I mean, during our panel, I talked about banging Chitara and combining Voltron <laughs> with the Fast and Furious movies, so, you know. Which I would love to see. If you're gonna bring back Voltron car mode, you gotta like tie it in with like Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, if you if you've got that clip, if that's salvageable, play it. That was fun. I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna bookend this episode with our greatness, Eric. Yes, that's what the people want. Yeah. That and nudity. And uh and and you know shout out to RetroWareTV.com and ElderGeek.com, dude. Randy from ElderGeek was like texting me like, dude, where are you? We're partying. And I'm just like I'm I'm running this thing, man. I can't I can't leave. So I didn't get to see I didn't see the Elder Geek Posse or the Retroarians at all, like the whole time. I feel kind of guilty. Mm-hmm. But you know that's Magfest, man. You gotta you gotta pick and choose. So what was the coolest cosplay stuff you saw out there? Like what was the most creative? What was the coolest? And then what was the hottest? See, I I didn't get out much. You know, I was I was in the in the film fest room moderating and playing stuff and making sure it went well. Uh, I gotcha. Uh, but, I mean, I, I saw some costumes that were pretty awesome. Dude, know? I saw a guy that was Guile from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. Like, not just the outfit, the hair was perfect. Oh, I saw that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I, amazing. I also saw a really chubby Blanca. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think who, who else did I see that was great? I didn't see one that I was like, that made my day. There's always one that like you see it and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you dressed up as this obscure character. You're, you're my best friend for life. Mm. But, uh, I saw a couple that were really well done and there was a couple that were just like drop dead gorgeous, but I didn't know mm-hmm. exactly who they were, but I still appreciated it. Right. You know, it's like anybody who hates on, uh, on girls who play games you just don't understand what you're doing to the rest to the rest of us, man. It's like if you're <clears throat> if if you're a heterosexual male or a lady like a lady, you know, uh, maybe you want to see um, some uh, parts of the female anatomy on display. And the last thing you want to do is make a community that like that hates on chicks. You well, I mean? think I saw a girl as the Red Power Ranger, and that, it was a pretty awesome costume. Like it looked, like it looked like Zarbon or whatever the fuck that dude's name just beamed her down to Magfest. <laughs> Zarbon. Oh wait, is Zarbon from Dragon Ball Z? Uh, yes. Okay, who was who's the like Zer- disembodied head guy that that rules the Power Rangers? Uh, Zordon, you're pretty close. Z- oh, fucking close, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it looked like it beamed her down there, so shout out to her. That's it's probably cool. a dude. I don't know. But <laughs> Actually, I saw. You know, the one thing I did see was many dudes dressed up as chicks, just like hanging out. Like, not even a thing. It wasn't that, that they, like, dressed up as a specific character. They're just like, okay, I'm at a video game time, time uh, con, got time to get my freak on. And uh, there was an old man wearing a kilt, and I was just like, just put it away. Wear some stockings, please. please oh, there were some please. good Sonic ones, too. Like, there's one Sonic that looked like, like Disney World Sonic, like the full furry costume. And then uh, there's a couple of ones dressed up as, like, uh, tails and knuckles and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. I saw uh, no Doctor Robotnik's though. No, or there'd be like some epic chase scene. Yeah. No, some some dude wandered into the hotel party last night, and I don't know what he was dressed up as. It just looked like he lost his pants somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he came in and and um, and I'm looking, and he's over next to the balcony. Of course, he ha- we're looking. And he, and, oh, everybody looks, dude. Everybody looks. <laughs> if, if you if you say you don't look, you're denying who you are. Sounds like sounds like he was dressed up as awesome. He. He basically he was wearing like um like like an uh an open button down shirt, but I just saw him from behind and I was like, Ugh, for a second it was like it looked like like he just wasn't wearing any kind of underpants or pants or anything, just like a man just hanging out like half cocked, I like or full possibly. I like that guy's <laughs> style. That's pretty cool. It's like when you show up to a hotel party and nobody knows you, but you're not wearing any pants. All right, kudos. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So I'll have to do that uh, next year if we if we get invited back for a panel. I would love to do it, and uh, if we do, we got to get some more uh, jump maniacs out there so we can all hang and beat X Men together. Hell yeah, man! And uh, and I'll be Colossus, and I will go. You told me about that ahead of time, but you were right, man. I must have heard that like every minute on the <laughs> minute. <laughs> it never ends, and once somebody does it, it's like a ripple effect. Where like somebody will hear it, and then across the room somebody will do it, and then just like four or five people, boom, 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 like all, like across the, like the whole hotel floor, it just spreads like a virus. I think uh, I saw this online, so this is not my joke, but I did see that someone said that that's what the fire alarm should have sounded like when it went <laughs> off in the morning. <laughs> that would have gotten people up. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> you can do that in the game if you just like keep mashing on Colossus's uh, mutant power. You can you can make him uh, go like a fire alarm. No, I did beat the X Men game at, like four in the morning with uh, five other uh, strange nerds, and um, 
I swear to God, it was because of Magfest or someone rigged the game. Colossus like almost never ran out of mutant power. <laughs> like every other character, you get like one mutant power like per minute or something. Mm-hmm. And the Colossus guy, the guy's just fucking jamming the button over and over and over again, and the special <laughs> just kept going off. The rules. <laughs> it was like it's just Magfest power up, I guess. That's awesome, man. I was playing as Wolverine. I like barely had any mutant power, and Colossus just won't shut up next to me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely the point. Yeah, actually, my, sweet. it might have been my friend, my friend Charles. Shout out to Charles. He a long time ago he donated the that X Men arcade cabinet to Magfest, and they basically told him, "Okay, if you donate this to us, you will get into Magfest for the rest of your life for free." Nice. And he did, and uh, and that was the machine that it all started on. Good job, Charles. Yeah, You're man. the man. Your legend. Yes. And the legend will never All right, so listen to our stuff. You know, like we said, RetroWare, Elder Geek, iTunes, if you if you like that kind of stuff. Uh, jumpinpodcast.com, and of course our Facebook page. Yeah. Put, uh, as you can see, we like Nicolas Cage uh, web articles. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and we're posting stuff on there every day or every day that we can. But uh, please, like us on Facebook, dump us over uh, 240, and uh, we're going to put the, the rules of the contest on Facebook so only... Those who would like to on Facebook will be able to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Check one time. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. We saw you at MAGFest. You are awesome. Shout out to my Pegasus <laughs> the, the, the The other lone brony in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's getting the references. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right. Play my music. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.